Recorded live. Peace and love, people. Today is Friday, March the 30th, 2018, and you're listening to the Clarity event. As I've stated before, I don't do any shows. I'm not in the show and tell business. I do an event, and an event is something that everyone can experience. And my name is Sada Ama Asad Amon Aliel, and welcome. Now, there's not one particular topic that I'm interested in speaking on this evening. There are so many things going on that, you know, you can just throw it up in the air and take your pick. But as I stated before, I don't care about regurgitating shit that have you confused, have you upset, have your blood boiling, having you feel all this type of negativity that's entrenching your body and making you ill and making you feel bad. I don't want to go there. And I know that now it's hard to find so-called happy times as it was back in my day as a child. I don't think children these days will experience what I experienced when I was a child. Anything before 1970, if anything after 1970, then your world, I don't know, maybe the majority of it was fucked up. And as a child, you know, that's all I can remember is happy times. If there were some fucked up times, then it would be my mother and father that was experiencing that. And, of course, they didn't let it come down to the children because whereas my mother and father were strong people, so they raised their children as strong people. We were children that conquered things that came into our life. We didn't allow the neighborhood children or anybody else's children to tear us down and make us feel bad. Even if we didn't know a thing, we would find out what that thing was and took it in stride. Because that's what you do. Even as a child, if you're bringing a child up to be a strong, grown person, when they finally do reach adulthood, then I say go to it. You should not have to baby, quote-unquote, your children along through the world because the world is not having it, not these days and times. They're not having to deal with babying children. You should teach your children to be strong regardless of what situation that they come up against. That's just it as the bottom line. Because even as they approach adulthood, you can't keep holding their hand. At one point or another, you got to let it, I'm, I'm not saying let let it go, but you got to kind of ease off of holding that hand. True, keep them tight and close to you, but you got to ease up. You got to somehow figure out 
how can I let this child be on their own? Because I had to do it. And I had to do it by myself. And I ran into some shit, man. My life after childhood was not a perfect life. I had my own ups and downs. I had my own disappointments. One moment I thought I was going somewhere. And then the next minute, a ratchet was thrown at me and stopped the wheel. Yeah, a ratchet got thrown in the cycle. And then there I was. But I'm not dismissing it as a fail. Because I had a beautiful daughter to come into this world. And even though she don't set horses with everybody, she's here. And I think she turned out to be a wonderful woman. Everybody have their faults. Nobody that's on this planet Gaia has a rosy ass. Nobody. We all are not perfect. None of us. But we can show some respect and love amongst each other. If we try hard enough, we can do it. But for some people, that's impossible. For some people, there's just no reckoning. I have had some things happen to me that many people would go back and try to kill. But I never thought that. I have had a tire lug wrench a lug wrench that you would use to change a tire with. I was hit in the head by one of those. Now, I don't know, I can't remember which side it was, but later I developed a, a meningioma. And now that could have been from that. I've had some terrible experience with hair products too. <laughs> and, you know, those chemicals could have been a factor as well. It could have been one or the other. I don't know which was which. All I know is a few years on down the line, I developed this thing. And I just thank the universe and I just thank the heavens every day that that's all it was, was just a little spot on my brain. And they went in and they took it out. And so now I'm perfect. I'm good. I'm good. I'm not saying that I'm perfect because, of course, nobody's perfect. But as far as my health, I'm good. I'm good up there. I still have my senses. I still can think. I still have my motor movements. And it's like it never happened. And I thank the universe for that. But that particular person that did that to me, all because... They thought that their brother 
was going to be hurt by someone else that I was associated with had it all wrong. Had it all wrong because I had broke it off. I was done with him. And he knew that. But yet, being a headstrong person that want to do whatever they want to do and think that they can demand something from you after you after you told them time and time again to let you go, to leave you alone. Move on, bro. There's other women out there. And to according to the the statistics, there are more women than it is men out there. So, bro, you got your pick. You got your pick of your white ones. You got your pick of your Asians, the so-called white ones, your so-called Asians, your so-called Hispanic, so-called black. You got your pick. They're out there, and they're waiting for you. Now, whether if you pick one that's worthy of anything, now that's that's your call. That's your call. But I guarantee you, you probably won't find another one like me. And, of course, he didn't. He ended up with those, quote, unquote, so-called white, toothless meth heads. That's what he ended up with. But I told him, it's over between us. You can't do anything for me anymore because you really can't do anything for yourself. All the steps and the moves that I made. I made them without his help, without him having a hand in it, because as I said, he couldn't really take care of himself. <laughs> and why I ended up with someone like that, I have not a clue. Not that I was desperate or anything. It was just that at the time that I, I really needed to make a move with my children, because where I were, I was where I was, I wasn't going anywhere. That's what I was meaning about, you know, the change and where I thought I was going until I had my first baby. And like I said, not to say that I said that she's here. I appreciate her every day. And I love her with all my heart every day. She's been there for me anytime I call. She's been there for her mother. And even though I don't get down in her, to her business or her husband's business, that's their thing over there. That's them. And if they say, if he says anything about me or whatever with her or whatever, that's them. That's their family business. I really don't care what he says. All I know is that my child loves me. But getting back to being angry with people that says things or do things to you, let that shit go. Let it go. Because they can't do any more to you than you allow them to. That's why I had to let that brother go. Because someone in his family was just ignorant. And as I said before, I was hitting my head with a lug wrench. And I'm beautiful and I'm fine today. 
at the time I was angry and I filed a report with the police department, <laughs> which us people of color, so-called people of color, the copper colored people of this planet and of this continent should never, ever go to the Popo or anybody else like them in authority to reside over our business. Because if we can't handle it ourselves, then they will classify you as a minority. And at the time, I didn't know all that information to a point to where we could settle it ourselves. So I go there and I file a report. And I'm not for sure. I can't I can't remember to this day if they had her arrested. I think they did. I think they arrested her. And I filed a, a monetary amount. I sued her, basically, for doing what she did. And she paid. She paid me. She had to pay it. And then after that, and I just wanted, I didn't really want revenge. I just wanted her to know that you can't get away with this. You can't just bombard your way on people like that, having the wrong idea about that person. What you should have done, instead of acting on your own and taking things in your own hand, you should have went to your brother and asked your brother, hey, are you stalking her? You need to leave her alone because she's moved on, bro. And that's what you need to do. You need to move on. Because the brother that she's with now, you know he don't take no mess. He don't take no mess off of none of you niggas. And so you need to leave her alone. But instead, she comes to me with a lug nut, a lug wrench. She should have went to her brother, and she didn't do that. So she had to pay the price of what her brother attempted to do. And that's not my fault. So then after that, I say about a year or so on down the line, you know, I see her and I speak. I speak. Hello. You know, hi, whatever. And we move on. Of course, I didn't ask her how she was doing until later on down the line. Because karma has a way of kicking your ass. Now, it might not happen that day or the day after or a couple of weeks. It may happen years down the line. You don't know when karma's going to come back and bite your buttocks. Because it will. Somehow or another, it will. Just like you have good, bad, right, wrong, left, right, black, white, up, down, over, under, yin and yang. It's just karma. Karma works like that. You do something ugly and bad over here, karma's going to come back and do something ugly and bad to you. If you do something good and kind and loving and you're trying your best to be that and to be helpful and kind, then karma's going to come back and make something good happen for you. It works that way. Well, 
in the case of the hitting in the head with the lug wrench, this particular person had a stroke. She had a stroke. Now, I don't know if that if that attributes to what she did to me because basically, in all honesty, as they say, honestly speaking, she was a dastardly person. She was dastardly. I mean, she was a bitch. All around. And it was bound to happen. It was coming. Now, I'm not saying that in my case, karma came back and bit her in the ass and and she went down with a stroke. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that that attribute to her having that. I'm I'm not going to put myself on that. And the situation that we went through together, I'm not putting myself on that. What I am saying is, like I said, she was just an all-around bitch. And karma just finally caught up with her. Whether she did shit to me or to other people or just talk ugly to other people or whatever, karma came back. So that's why I say, even if you feel like someone has wronged you or did something dastardly to you, and you want to strike back, in some ways you can, but not to the point of really, really hurting that person. And not to say that, well, I'm going to teach you a lesson. Well, you won't do that no more. Just like a slave getting whipped. It never, ever worked, hardly ever works out. I'm not saying go that far. I'm saying social, so, so, show, so, show some restraint and think about what you say, think about what you do, think about how you're going to respond. To anyone, if you feel that they've done you wrong, just don't go all out and get hyped up and get angry, get evil, and just go all to pieces. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is think, because we're living in the times now where things just happen at the thought. Or things just happen as you speak. It's just, we're just living in that time now. And by me saying that, I'm going to say this. I got up on my feet again. I started doing what I wanted to do when I had my first baby. Then I got into some things. And my mother was speaking to me, but I wasn't really listening close like I should have been listening close. I should have listened closer, and I didn't. And I went out there exploring 
for myself. Then I had another baby. Seven years later, I had another child. So sweet and loving. And I am thankful that she's here. Another child seven years later. Another girl. So I have two girls. And I love them both dearly because I did my best bringing them up by myself. Not knowing what was going to happen tomorrow. I just put it in the hands of the universe. Back then I said God. Just put it in the hands of God because I wasn't awake as I am now. I'm fully awoke now. And I know all the lies that were spreaded in the Bible and how they had our people and still have some of our people asleep and believing in fairy tales. And back then I was trying to figure out the fairy tale. I was trying to figure out what was the true religion, which it is a religion now, not a religion. Well, it's always been a religion, but religion isn't the same as spiritual. Because our people are spiritual people. Our copper-colored indigenous people on this land are spiritual because we just did. We didn't call it anything. We didn't call it religion. We didn't call it none of that. It was just it was just something inside of us. It was just the spirit inside of us to know about the trees and, and know about the land and, and know about the universe. It was just something spiritual. It was just inside. It was that thing inside. And back then, like I said, I was searching for it. And I never found it. And the reason why I never found it was because it was always within me. There was a lot of people that knew that, except for the people that had been asleep, which I was one of them. It's always been in you. It's inside of you. You got to pull from that and go within and go deep. And you'll get your answers. You'll find your answers. And then you leave it to the universe to utilize your answers and to bring what you're looking for inside of you. And that's what I found out. Of course, years later, you know, like about what? (laughs) 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago is when I found out. So now my life is better, even though I got sidetracked for 37 of those years, well, I'm not going to add my childhood. I'm going to say 27 of those years, I was sidetracked because I was 27 when I had my second child. And so from 27 to, uh, and I don't mind telling my age because I look good. I feel good. I look good and I'm happy. I've got one more thing I got to do, though, to fulfill in my life, and that is to get my movie script to some director or some producer for the chemistry files. I'm going to get off of that, and then I'm going to come back 
to my babies. No, I'm going to stick with my babies, and then I'll get with the chemistry files at the end of this event. But from 27 to, I'd say, maybe 45, 50, I began to understand what I was looking for was always within me. It became so clear after that that you can't find this stuff outside of yourself because you'll be looking forever and for the rest of your life, and you will never be fulfilled. You will never be happy. You will never find what was always there. And so I did it the hard way. I went around, I went the long way around. And so now we can teach our children and our grandchildren the way of the spirit, that everything is within you to make you a better person, to make you a success, and to make you to be able to be strong within this world. And that's what we got to teach our grandchildren. You got to go within and, and pull your strength out to conquer all your little friends that say things to you that hurt your feelings. And we got to get the feeling part out of it. We got to kind of throw that away. You got to teach your children to be strong enough to let some of those feelings go. Because today, it's not going to stay the same. It's going to change. The next day, it's going to be different from the day before. Even though you kind of still remember what happened yesterday, then if you remember what happened yesterday, then you take that experience and do better the next day. You can do that. You got, you got the power to do that. You got the power to change yesterday into a better day today. You got the power within you. I like that. I'm going to have to write that down. You've got the power within yourself from yesterday to change today. Is that what I said? I'm going to have to go back and listen to this recording. I don't think that's basically what I said. But you guys get the picture. You get it. I don't have to keep reiterating or keep regurgitating the same thing that other people know. Now, <clears throat> the situation is, since we know these things, what are we going to do to fix it? What is a solution? There's only one solution as far as I know. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, there could be some solutions that you know that you could utilize and use and change for the betterment of yourself for tomorrow. But for me, you have to ignore some things. You have to just basically ignore the negativity that you see in people each and every day. And you got to put them to the side. And you got to go for you. You can't go for you and the things you want to do and then pay attention to the negativity that others are beaming toward you. There's no way you can make it. There's no way. You have to do one or the other. And I elect to ignore. 
And if that means that I don't come around you, that I don't buy your goods, that I don't intermingle with you, and I'm not saying be someone that is isolated from other people. Of course, go about your daily duties or your daily job or, you know, if you're working or whatever. Do your thing. But in the social aspect of it, which is where a lot of it comes in to where you begin to learn and pick up things that you that is not going to help you to better yourself, then you, you walk away from that. You let that go and get in with others who can further your agenda. So now I can bring in the chemistry files. I am so thinking and feeling in my heart and in my spirit that if Tyler Perry, if you're listening, Tyler, would be interested in science fiction, Comics, of course, I know you're interested in comics because Madea is a comic. Comedy. And what I'm saying is the Comic-Con, the comics, if you, if, now you have all this other titles under your belt and your agenda. You do drama. You haven't done a horror film. You've done a funny horror film with Madea and Halloween. You've done drama, of course. You've done sitcoms because you're basically a funny person. If I could just get you to be interested in doing science fiction, you know, like uh, so many others have done, you know, with, the, of course, Black Panther, Get Out, that was another one. <clears throat> if you could do, <clears throat> excuse me, the superhero side of the science fiction, comic book, then you would be interested in the chemistry. She's a strong woman. I know you would be interested in that. That would be one thing that I am hoping that you wouldn't include in that genre. But we want to keep it clean. We want to keep it good to where we won't have to throw this alphabet thing on people and especially the children let the children be children don't let them having to think that well they want to be a boy or they want to be a girl let's just leave that let's leave that out just kind of leave that out right now please because the chemistry files is not like that it's a strong superhero quote unquote black woman who has these powers who knew that she did, but the people around her didn't know that they did. And why were they a powerful lot? If I could just send you the script, I'm working on the script now, and it would be so beautiful if you could just take a look at it and see what you think. I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to throw that out in the ether, everybody, just to let everybody know that I am eyeing Tyler Perry to read the script of the chemistry, that would be wonderful. That would be 
the last, next to the last thing on my agenda. Um, of course, when I went out there, when I was speaking earlier about that monkey wrench being thrown in my life when I thought I was going somewhere, I was singing. I was a singer, had my own band, had a couple of bands. Uh, LSD Express was the first one, featuring Phil Kelly. I don't know if he's still around or not, but boy, could he sing. Mm. And sound like Aretha Franklin. This nigga sang like Aretha Franklin. Phil Kelly and the mixed ingredients. Then there was LSD Express. And I just had a ball at that time. And I thought I was really going somewhere. Chaka Khan was my favorite. Betty Wright, Aretha Franklin, of course, and all the others. And I thought I was about to hit that high note. And I could at the time hit those high notes. But like I said, the wrench got thrown in there. And I'm not saying that I don't love my baby girl because I do. Then I hit it again and another wrench got thrown in there and not listening to my mother. Those legs should have been so locked up and tied up. It should have had a uh, one of those uh, one of those keystone locks on there where you key it up and throw away the key. One of those quick set locks. Lock it all up. <laughs> well, that didn't happen. So now I've turned to writing because I used to write music. And I was writing music at the time I was singing. So, well, instead of using my voice, I could take this pen to paper and use my brain and just come out with the stories. And that's what I've done. I really got interested into the sci-fi because we're living in that time now where things are changing, things are supernatural, things are happening, and that energy is there, especially in us females, because we're coming back to know that we are the matriarchs, that we're the ones that keep things rolling within our lives. Our men support us, but we're the ones that get it going. And they are our strength. They're our backup. They walk beside us. They don't walk in front of us. They don't walk behind us. They walk beside us. And they give us guidance, and we give them guidance. But the final decision rests with the matriarch. And right now, I am the matriarch of myself. Because now my daughters are matriarchs. They have babies. So they have to be the matriarchs of their children to tell them and show them what their strengths are, what they can do, how strong they are, who they could be, and to give that good advice. Because that good advice, we're in the age of Aquarius now, and nothing is being hidden. It's all out there. And take all of that and suck that in. Okay? Use it. Because it's not hidden anymore. There, You can't hide. Nothing can be hidden from anyone anymore. It's out there. So now they're matriarchs. And you know I'm proud of them. I am so proud of them. I am proud what I did by myself. Now, I'm not saying that I didn't have a little help in between, because I did. 
remember that guy that uh, I told that, you know, you need to go. We're not together anymore. There's nothing you can do for me. There's nothing I can do for you because you are the man. You are supposed to help me do what we got to do because it's just not all on him. And it wasn't all on me. But at the time, it was all on me because I couldn't couldn't get any help from him. He was like my child, and he was supposed to be my nigga, okay? And he wasn't. So I had to let it go and find a better way for me and my children. And he was told, and he was warned, and he was told, and he was warned time and time and time again. And he was like one of those brothers that just couldn't accept the word no. No. He couldn't accept it. So he didn't run into the trouble. His sister ran into the trouble. But I'm telling you people, go now and get what you need because the information is out there. Aquarius is hitting hard. From now on, time have changed. And it's going to stay this way. Yeah, this is the beginning of the end. This is the beginning of the end for a whole host of things. Not just one or two or three things, but a whole host of things. Get ready, people, because it's coming. And it's not going to slow down. It's not going to change. If you ask me, it's speeding up because all these three-dimensional people are getting up out of here. They're getting up out of here quick. If you can't vibrate on that higher level of what's happening today and what's happening around you, you got to go too. That's all it is to it. You got to spiral up. You got to level up. There's no other way around it. And if you don't, if you keep on with the silliness and the smokes and the drinking and the eating crazy and, and all this kind of mess, you're subject to be, to be up out of here if you don't get it together. Because in this age and in this tone of atmos- atmospheric change, you're not going to be able to make it. I suggest you think about that. Think about the atmospheric change. It's strong. And you got to change with it. Are you going to be like you, I don't know, like a plant without water? What use is it if, you, if you're not watering that plant? What use is that plant? So you, 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 got to, you got to seriously make some changes. Let me pivot back to what I said in the beginning about these things that are happening that I really don't want to talk about because it's so negative. 
I found out something today. I was looking through a few documentaries, and there's this brother. Uh, his name is Dane Calloway. And his YouTube channel is, I'm just here to make you think, and boy, does he make you think. He's saying things that I already knew about, but he goes into detail with them. And on my birth certificate, it says Negro. Now, a Negro back in the 17 and 1800s was classified as an Indian. And, of course, I knew that my people, my matriarchal side came from the Powhatan people of Virginia. And my great-great-grandfather patriarchal side come from Cherokee in Smoky Mountains in Tennessee, North Carolina, Tennessee. He was a... he come from he was from Blacksburg Blacksburg, Tennessee. And she was from Malden, Virginia, which is where the Powhatan tribe. And uh on my birth certificate it says Negro. And I found out as I said before, Negro back in those days stood for Indian. So I've got proof on my birth certificate that I was an Indian or that I am an Indian. So I can't be denied, and neither can my children and their children, and their children can be denied as the original indigenous people that walked this land. So if that's the case, then what about my mother and my great-grandmother and my great-great-grandmother and her great and her grandmother and her grandmother and her mother and mother and mother and so on and so forth? There's no denying it. They knew back then who we were. But we've been classified with so many different classifications. I wonder what we're going to be next or classified next as through the mouths of those who claim that they are the chosen people or that they are superior to anyone. When are they going to try to change us to next time? Are we going to be like Buta Buta or Gataga or brownish, burnish, blackish peoples? They're the blackish people. What is your race, blackish? <laughs> Jewish? Blackish? Is that what's next? Or African Americanish? Are we going to be an ish? I actually believe we're going to be an ish. We're going to be next. We're going to be considered Africanish. American ain't even going to be on it. It's just going to be. What is your race? Africanish? Oh, really? <laughs> I <laughs> because. They, the proverbial they, is so steeped up in debt that they don't have nothing else to give but the land. And they they stole the land from my people over hundreds of years since they came here on Turtle Island. They've been stealing. And killing and so much blood spilled on this land that this land is not going to go to anybody. The Chinese trying to get it. 
the Russians, the Germans, the English, everybody's trying to get Turtle Island, and nobody's going to be able to get it. This place will explode and explode and blow out of hell before anybody get this land. It's just that sacred. Now, that's, that's what I'm feeling inside. Before Turtle Island, where everything began, and I don't think everything began in Africa, in the mother, they call it motherland. I just don't believe that. I don't. Now, there was a bunch of black folks over there, so-called black folks over there. But the knowledge started here, carried itself to North Africa, which is not the fucking Middle East. It is Africa. And the knowledge went there to Egypt, to Cairo, from here. And from there, they began to do what they did. And then they rolled it back over. Well, basically, <laughs> no, no, let me retract that. Everything, all the knowledge started here because there are pyramids here that are older than the pyramids of Giza in Cairo, in North Africa. They're older here. They took the knowledge, and it was more so known in Cairo, in Egypt, in North Africa than it was here, simply because you had Europeans already over in Europe going over into Kemet, which is Africa. They call it Africa now, but it was Kemet. Going to Kemet, coming down from the fucking mountains in England and wherever the hell else they were from, they went into those pyramids and found knowledge. And then they found out when they brought their stank ass over here, saw the pyramids over here and said, damn, these pyramids are older than the ones in Giza. This is where we should have been going to the first time. And, of course, they done scavenged. And there are places right now here on Turtle Island that you can't go because shit is so old, older than the Giza pyramids. They won't even let you go. For instance, Arizona. That's one hell of a state. You know, I'm thinking about moving to Arizona. I think I just get the fuck on up out of Alabama and go to Arizona. Then I'm thinking Virginia. Oh, them motherfucking government folks are all in Virginia. So hell no. Even though that is the birthplace of my matriarch, knowing what I know, no. Arizona sounds good. But as I said before, this is it. If they want to try to get the people, the oldest damn people in the world, okay, is right here on Turtle Island, my people. And you know they have that information, but they're not going to tell you. There are a lot of things that they're not going to tell you about Turtle Island what they call so-called America. They're not going to tell you. They're holding that shit. They know secrets that they done went into our ancestral backgrounds and stole this shit and doing what they want to do with it. And then they want to lie and say Cairo, Egypt, that's the old shit. No, it's not. No, it is not. 
We got those big-ass old meg heads down there in Louisiana and Mexico that look like that are my people with helmets on, look like they've been in space somewhere, space helmets or something on their head. And you mean to tell me that that is not older than the Giza pyramids of Egypt and North Africa, in Africa, in Kemet? That's some bullshit. Even though they have some drawings in those pyramids over there where it looks like people is on a motorbike or on some kind of airplane or something that may have been mechanized like a ship or something, they have those on the walls. And they got a lot of stuff going. It To me, the drawings... On the pyramid walls of Giza, it looks like how a child would draw a stick person. It's like little kitty drawings. They're trying to draw the people. Now, how they got the people's legs, it looks like children's drawings. It doesn't look like something that an adult with the type of knowledge that they had would draw. And even though it tells a story of what happened over there back in those times, it just don't look like an adult with skill and all the knowledge that they had would draw. Think about that. I can't draw a word for shit, okay? But I wouldn't say that I'm dumb because I'm not dumb by a long shot, and I am smart. But I'm not saying that I'm a genius. I can't make that claim. So if I was a genius and had all the knowledge that our people had, our ancestors had over in Egypt because they were part of the highly melanated race, because there wasn't no crackers, nothing the so-called Caucasian white man was over there. He wasn't there. Not, no. No, it wasn't, no, wasn't them. No, they, they came over there. They pillaged. They plundered. They learned from our ancestors overseas, over the waters in Kemet. And they learned their shit, and then they burned up every damn thing and stole their shit and then tried to kill them off. Same way they did over here. They wasn't smart at all. And they still dumb as fuck. Because they fuck with nature and nature ain't playing with their ass right now. But my people, my ancestral people, uh, family over there across the sea, across the ocean, they were smart as hell. They were geniuses too, just like geniuses over here. It took a damn genius to build them big-ass damn old mech heads. That that wasn't no child's play. Some adult did that shit. And that's why I'm saying those writings on those pyramid walls, it looked like they may have had their smart-ass children draw, draw that shit. I don't think none of, the, none of the adults drew those writings on the wall. I think they had their children to do that because it's just so elementary it doesn't seem like a uh, an adult genius 
an adult genius could draw better than that. Now, the adult geniuses, you know, had their people to build those damn pyramids now and the statues and um, what's that lion thing that sit there that they say is a lion, but really it's a woman's head on a lion's body. The Sphinx. Yeah, the Sphinx and the pyramids and um, the all the, the um, oh, shit, all the temples. Now that those were done by humans, by adult smart ass motherfuckers. But those drawings and those writings and you know, the translation of what they said, no, I think they had their smart ass children draw that shit. <laughs> because it looked like little elementary, it looked like something my grandchildren would draw. I don't think adults did that. I think they told the story and the children drew the pictures. That's just my take on it. Hell, I could be wrong. But it doesn't look like that any adults did it. But I was going back to say about what's happening. As I said before, I really don't want to talk about all these shootings. Uh, You know, I was saying the classification of people and the Constitution, you know, there's no more Constitution. The Constitution is gone. They want the land. They want to classify my people as African-Americans with a so-called dual citizenship to ship your ass over to Africa, which you have no recollection or no idea what Africa is about. And my mother told me, and I've said this three or four times on my events, that she didn't know shit about Africa. Because if she knew something about Africa, something would have been passed down to the the women in our family about African food, African tradition, African clothing, African dancing and shit. We should have known something, something about that shit. We don't, even if it came from our great, 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 great grandmother. We should have known something about Kemet, and I'm not putting Kemet down. I'm not putting our brothers and sisters over there down, our highly melanated people over there down. I'm not putting them down. All I'm saying is, baby, I don't know nothing about you. I can't, I can't mentally connect with you because I, I don't know nothing about your language. I don't know nothing about your thoughts. I don't know nothing about how you feel. I don't know none of your tradition. I should know something. Instead of wearing a dashiki or what have you, I just don't feel it. I don't feel that. I mean, it's comfortable and all, but I don't, I don't, I don't feel it. Now, when it comes to wearing feathers and the blue, the blue uh, stones and the moccasins. Oh, I get that. I feel that. I feel that shit. And the leather. I actually feel that. 
and I feel the feathers. I, I, I feel that. And the moccasins. I feel that. But I don't feel the dashiki. And, you know, I don't feel Kemet garb. I'm not going to say African. I don't feel Kemet garb. Of course, even though my novel says chemistry. When you read the chemistry, let me fall into that just one second. When you read the chemistry, it's about the whole entire planet. It's just not about Kemet itself. Even though some things started over there, it ended up over here. This is where the the beginning of the end was right here on Turtle Island. Okay? Now, all you got to do is, you know, just get it. Go to Amazon.com and pull up chemistry with the K, K K-E-M-E-T-S-T-R-Y. K-E-M-E-T-S-T-R-Y. Just type it in Amazon, and it'll pull up all the novels, all the chemistry novels, all five of them. And I'm about to do an audio. Right now I'm working on the script, like I said, for Tyler Perry. Hopefully, oh, Tyler, 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 Tyler Perry. Uh, But anyway, get off of that. As I was saying before, I feel what my ancestors wore on the land of Turtle Island, but I don't feel anything African or Kemet. I don't. And if they want to try to send me somewhere that I don't know anything about, it's going to be a hell of a fight because guess what? Back in the day when they sent our people right here on Turtle Island, on the Trail of Tears to Oklahoma and all of that to take all of our land over here. Apparently, my people didn't go because my great-great-great-grandmother was still here and my great-great-great-great-grandfather was still here too. As I said, he was from Blacksburg, Tennessee, and she was from Malden, Virginia. So our family didn't originate or we don't know anything about Oklahoma. We don't know nothing about Oklahoma. I don't know nothing about Oklahoma. And my mother didn't tell me anything about Oklahoma, nor did my father. And nor her her great aunt, her auntie, and her mother, and her mother didn't tell her nothing about Oklahoma. We don't know shit about Oklahoma. All I know is when I was born, I woke up in Knoxville, Tennessee. And I stayed there until I turned 31. Then I came to Alabama, and that's all I know. So my people didn't uproot and walk their ass on no trail of tears. They fought. They fought to stay where they at, and that's why I have this fighting spirit within me. I got one hell of a fighting spirit within me. I really do. When something is wrong, I say it's wrong. When something is good, I say it's good. And I have my debates back and forth, and I can agree to disagree, and I can agree to agree. Hell, if it's right, if you analyze that problem and analyze the situation, and all of a sudden it starts beginning to make sense of what someone else said, then of course it's right. You know, it's doable. We can agree. What's wrong with that? Our people need to get 
on the wagon together. We all don't need to be falling off. We need to get on that that wagon together. When are we going to do it? I have no idea. I have not a clue. But somehow or another, you know, we're still hanging on. And that wagon is speeding up fast, though. We got to do something fast because it's all boiling down to whether you're going to be planted on Turtle Island for eternity. You and your family, your people, or are you going to be uprooted to a place you have no idea of what anything is about? It's up to you to make that decision. It's up to you to make that choice. And it's happening fast. So you got to research your family. Go dig down deep to find out where the hell you come from and find out as much as you can about it and stick to it. Plant your feet down to where you know where you're from, where your people from. Don't deviate. Don't hesitate. And we all got to get together on that wagon because that wagon is rolling. That wagon is hitting it. Time is speeding up. It's not slowing down. We're in a different atmospheric age now. And all the shit that happened in the past is coming to bite a lot of other people in the ass. And they're going to have to do something for their survival. So if they have to ratchet your ass to make sure that they survive, they're going to do that shit. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? This is Sarah Ama Asera Munaliel coming back at you again this evening. I hope y'all enjoyed this event. Listen to it. I know sometimes I go off on a tangent on some other things, but there's a lot of things that I said in here that I want you all to know to take heed and start preparing. I love y'all. I want all of us to get on this bandwagon together. Love.